0: In the name of Jesus, amen. I draw your attention to the portion uh, near the end of the gospel you just heard, where Jesus says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. God's Word says that we are dusted. Remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. These are God's own words, first spoken to Adam and Eve, as we read in Genesis 3, but also spoken to you and to me. In this world ruined by sin, today's gospel warns that it is all moth and rust and dust and we are bound for dust. Ironically, because we live in a time and place where God has blessed us with wonderful material comforts and many earthly treasures, God has trouble getting his word through to people like you and me. But at least here on Ash Wednesday, we've had to stare it in the face for a moment. Have you let the ash marks and the dust words unsettle you? Jesus warns in the gospel that if we wrap our hearts around earthly treasures, it's all moth and rust and dust and loss. Instead he says lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now, we'd probably like it better if God would tell us we are busted rather than dusted. Because our earthly treasures and toys distract us from our daily walk with death, we like playing around with getting busted. The professor thinks maybe the students won't care if I'm ill-prepared and give them a shoddy substitute for a real course. The students think, maybe the professor won't notice my multiple absences. Or we all think, maybe God won't notice or care that I don't have much place for trusting him in my daily life. And even when we know we can't escape being caught, we keep crossing the boundaries until we're busted. There seems to be something perversely satisfying about breaking the boundaries even if I get busted. I suppose in part because if we get busted, we're always calculating how we might get off. Maybe we'll only get a warning. Maybe the judge will be lenient. Maybe the punishment won't fit the crime. Maybe I can keep most of my earthly treasures, even when not trusting God. In any case by breaking all the boundaries, I've managed to be me, and to do it my way. And that gives me satisfaction, no matter what the penalties are. Well, God clearly knows all about our perverse games. He diagnosed them right away from the start with Adam and Eve. And Ash Wednesday's dusty words from Genesis 3 are very plain. God knows that the sin we play around with keeps sucking the life right out of us. So God doesn't mince words. Remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. That's final. There's no perverse satisfaction. There's no keeping our earthly treasures. There's just death. You know, Jesus was very hard on the religious people of his day, and the reason is that religious people especially like playing the busted game. I'm me. I'll do it my way. I just hope the penalties aren't too big. Look what perverse things we religious people do with Jesus' death on the cross for our salvation. We calculate that we like the game of getting busted. And we note that for some strange reason, Jesus died so that we could go on playing this perverse game. We sin. God forgives for Jesus' sake. So we can keep going out to the edges, breaking the boundaries. And when we're busted, we can always think, God will be lenient for Jesus' sake. But Ash Wednesday and Lent put an end to this foolishness. Before we hear that Jesus died for our salvation, we first must hear that we are dusted. Remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. In this Lenten season, we enter now into Jesus' suffering and death to learn how much more he has done for us than simply forgiving us and leaving us to play our little sin games. Jesus knows that we are dusted. He knows that sin is sucking the life right out of us, no matter how our earthly treasures distract us and how lively we happen to feel today. The wages of sin is death. Jesus doesn't change that. Jesus himself, though sinless, takes on our sin and suffers our death. And we too suffer moth and rust and loss and death. Jesus doesn't change that. Instead, through his death and resurrection, he gives us a whole new life, treasure in heaven we are baptized into his death. We die with him. But he also brings us with him through death into his resurrection, an eternal life far beyond the perverse games of doing it my way, turning my back on God. So Lent begins with remembering that we sinners are dust, and are returning to dust. We should stop pretending otherwise. We should stop playing the deadly games of sin. Stop pretending we can do pretty well without trusting God day by day. And then, right in the midst of Lent, we find real and eternal hope. Because Jesus wondrously shared our sin and our dying, he also then can share with us his resurrection and his living. We have treasure in heaven. We can give up faithlessness and lovelessness. Baptized into Jesus, we need fear, no moth, nor rust, nor dust nor death. Christ is bringing us through to his righteousness, his salvation, his eternal life. Amen. So may God's peace, which passes our human calculations, keep our hearts and minds in this Christ Jesus through this life, through death, to eternal life. Amen.